welcome back. Episode number two of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's right. Number two. We got Isaac here, myself, and a wonderful special guest, my wife, Danielle. Hello. I'm here. Um, Isaac didn't know you were from Michigan. We got to start with that right away. Yeah, I had no idea about that. I just like assumed <laughs> you were from around here. No, I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan, so it's like right across the lake from Milwaukee. And how did you end up in Wisconsin? It's Why? a great story. So I was... Hold on. Are you getting into like the super specifics about it all or... Kind of, I guess. Okay. Um. So I was dating this guy. I won't name names just in case... But he's a bitch. You never know. Yeah, he was the worst. He was like the most toxic relationship ever. So that's a side note. Um, but so he was best friends with these two brothers, and so I met them and got really close. Like we all became friends. So his best friend um, was dating my boyfriend's ex girlfriend. And so they were dating, they've been dating for like five years, um, and then they had like just gotten engaged, so that's like a key part of the whole story, aftermath. But so the older brother moved here and was helping to open up a Meyer location, and then while he was working here, Damon also started working for Meyer, and they became friends. Um, so it was coming to be like our one year anniversary, me and this guy. And he was like, oh, you know what, like, let me text up my friend and, like, we'll go there and, like, hang out and go see, like, a Brewers game and, like, really experience it. And I was like, sure, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, so he had told me that, like, the week before he was like, oh, yeah, my friend said we can come and stay, like, at his apartment while we go to the Brewers game and then, like, the next day we'll come home. And I was like, cool, sounds good. So we drove out here and, like, we stayed in his apartment and, um... So this friend was like, oh, hey, by the way, like, I'm having my friend Damon come over. Um, He has to help me fix this hole in the wall. Like, I punched a hole in my apartment wall. And so we were like, okay, that's fine. So we were just, like, hanging out and whatever. And Damon came over. And I thought Damon was, like, the shit. Like, I thought he was so cool. You guys kind of hit it off. Yeah. So, like, so we hung out, like, that whole entire day. And we went to Walmart to, like, get paint and, like, supplies and stuff. And... So my boyfriend and his friend, like, went to, like, the bathroom or something, like, together, which was weird. They both had to poop, so they were gone for, like, a solid ten minutes. And me and Damon were just chilling, like, in the paint aisle, just, like, looking at stuff. And we're like, we should tell him that he has to get, like, the most expensive stuff, like, the most expensive he needs at all to fix, like, this hole. It was maybe, like, six inches, like, tiny. Um, And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's so cool, that's so funny. Um, and then they came out and we all like went to dinner or whatever. And then we were getting ready to come back home to Grand Rapids. And I was like, oh, hey, like we should stay in touch. Like you're cool. Like if we come out here again, like we'll all hang out. Um, so we started like Snapchatting and like texting and stuff. And we were very like consistent, like every single day. And like at the time I was like, oh no, my boyfriend's perfect. Like love of my life. And Damon was like, no, he's not like, you're not seeing it, but he's like the most toxic thing. And I was like, what? No, like, you're crazy. And then um, a few years later, I ended up breaking up with him. And I was like, I texted Damon, and it was maybe, like, 8 or 9 at night. And I was like, what if I just came and visited you? And he was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, that's fine. And he, like, didn't think I was being serious. And then I drove out there, and I got there at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. It would have been sooner, but she ended up driving to Milwaukee. Like, so I did you leave like immediately then? Yeah, but so I didn't tell Damon, but like I he didn't send me his address until after I started driving. So the address I just put in was just Milwaukee because that's just where I was gonna go, and then he was gonna send me his address to drive there. So I just went like I was in like the heart of Milwaukee, and like there were like surrounding apartments, and he's like, No, I'm outside in the parking lot, like I don't see anybody pulling up, and I was like, No, like it it shows that I'm here, it says I'm here. I was like, I don't know where you want me to park. It's all just, like, on the street. Like, where am I supposed to go? And he was like, do you have my address incorrectly? And I was like, well, let me look. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do. Like, 
took me to Milwaukee instead. So I drove there. And now, so, like, backing up. So my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, who was dating his friend, they ended up getting married. And then um, my ex-boyfriend and the girl ended up hooking up after they got married and cheating on his best friend. So to make it a little bit more clear, we'll give them names. So Jay can be my friend. They're all Jays. My friend is going to go by Jay. Um, your ex can go by Richard because that's a shitty name. Exactly. Um, and then we have his best friend who can be Tom. And then what's a girl name? I don't know. I guess I don't really care. So my okay. ex-boyfriend's name was John. And his friend's name is also John. The two brothers are John and Jesse. We'll call him Hunderman. Yeah. Just so... Well, yeah. Yeah. And then so the girl is Gabby. So John and Gabby used to date and then they broke up because she cheated on John with Jesse. Like that's how their relationship started. And then they were dating for like five years and got engaged and they got married and then Gabby cheated on Jesse back with John. And so Jesse and Gabby got divorced and um they got divorced and then John and Gabby recently got married. And then they had a kid. But I did just find out, and like the, it was like the perfect karma, because we were just back in Michigan oh for my God. sister's gender reveal party. You're going there. I found out, I was like, this is the karma I've been waiting for. Like, I'm a strong believer in karma. And I found out that she has thyroid cancer. Oh, and I was snap. like, this is it. Like, this is my moment to shine. Like, this was the karma I've been waiting for. <laughs> But, so anyway, me and Damon were just, like, driving back and forth, like, our whole relationship for, like, the first, like, six or seven months. And then I was like, you know what, like, I'll just move here. It wasn't even that long. Maybe it was, like, three or four. But I was like, no, I really want to wait a year and see, like, how everything goes and just do long distance. And it was, like, super hard. And I was like, I'll just move there. Like, you're more established. You have, like, a great job. You have an apartment. Like, I'm just, I had a good job, um, but I was still living at home. And then I was like, so I'll just move here. Um, so I did. And then we got engaged and married. And now here we are. Now we're about to have 12 babies. Absolutely oh, not. Well, damn. I, I did not know you guys had that big of a, of a meeting Baggage? Story. <laughs> yeah, that's one it's, it's really complicated. But it all just, like, somehow ties into itself with other people. And actually, the brothers... Um, live down the street like their parents house is right down the street from my mom's house so we live on the same street literally like a block away yeah <clears throat> i don't know why but i assumed you guys were like high school sweethearts or no like, knew each other from high school or something i barely graduated I don't think high school I, would, I don't think i would associate myself with him in high school honestly no no i was a bad kid <laughs> well i mean a lot of my high school like the end of my junior year and my whole entire senior year, I was with my ex-boyfriend, and he was already graduated. So I was, like, 17, and he was, like, 25. Pedophile. And so that was, like, the other red flag. Um, but my school, what they did is you, if you worked a job, if you worked, like, 40 hours a week, um, you could take two hours off from your school schedule to, like, work. So I did that, and then I also did... Um, Kind of like, I don't know what it's called, but I took basically a free hour to do, oh, it was called individual studies. So I did that and it was just me and this teacher. So we just did it all online. Um, so I had three hours off for my class. So I only had three courses that I'd take and it was my first and second hour and then fifth. So after my second hour, I'd just go over to my ex's house and just stay there. So, like, the majority of my senior year, I wasn't even really at school. So, I, like, cut a bunch of ties with, like, friends and stuff. So, I didn't talk to anybody. So, I don't well, think I would have associated myself. And I had, like, a very tight friend group. And that's weird to me, though, that you guys had, like, free periods and everything. Because we didn't. We had to stay there for the whole, like, seven hours. And then Isaac was homeschooled. So, he was just... It was all a free period. Much. <laughs> <laughs> it was all free weird i don't know i feel like i maybe were you you were a nerd though weren't you in school 
I wasn't a nerd, but I like definitely paid attention. Well, Sounds like, like something a nerd would say. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> well, my mom was very like, you can either be really good at academics or you can be really good at sports. No, it had to be. Had it, to be one of the yeah, two. so she really wanted us to all be like sporty people. So I, my little sister did soccer all throughout school, like starting at like four years old all the way up through senior year. Um, and then I did a bunch of different sports to try to find like one that I liked. So I've done volleyball, tennis, swimming, um, basketball, like I've done so many sports, softball, but I stuck with swimming cause it was more of an individual sport and not like a whole team. And like, that was something that you could keep yourself accountable for. So I did swimming, um, starting through seventh grade and I went through 10th, but like it was just getting too much for my schoolwork. So I just like flipped and just did school instead, but I didn't graduate like horribly. Like I could have done better if I applied myself, but I also was working 40 hours at my job wherever I was. 1.8 GPA. See, I had a (laughs) 3.7 and Chloe had a 4.0. Yeah, I don't even know what mine was. <laughs> you never sent me that picture of your oh, diploma. That's right. I did find it though. So you have like an official. It doesn't look very. Do you have official. transcripts? None of them do. What's a transcript? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sheet of paper that they give you, and it basically says like in English, this is your GPA, math, your GPA, and then it averages it all out. I don't know where any of that is, but I know that it does exist. Interesting. Homeschooling is just so weird to me, and I don't. In God's eyes, it. GPAs don't even matter. That's right. <laughs> That's what they. Amen. <laughs> That's what they said. I don't know. High school was weird, and then we couldn't go to like any dances or anything because he was too old. Because the cutoff age was twenty. Because if you were dating someone twenty-one or over, they'd bring alcohol yep. in. So they were like, "Oh, absolutely not." Did you go to any like? I guess, no, but you did you go to any, like, homecomings or proms or... I went to a couple. Like, my freshman and sophomore year, I went with friends. And then I I just didn't... I just didn't like going, I guess. But I went to a couple with, like, my ex. Like, I went... He went to an aviation academy by our airport, and I went to one of his. But it wasn't at his... No, it was at a school. No, it wasn't. It was in like downtown Grand Rapids, and they did theirs at like a place instead of the school. <laughs> at a place. I don't know. They did it at like some sort of like hall or something. Right. Yeah. Because they had like this huge dinner, and it was like super fancy. They had like a bunch of different rooms you could go into. Aviation is in flying. Yeah, because he was going to be a pilot. No. Yeah. He no way he could fit in a cockpit. You don't even know who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, it's not John. No. Oh. It was a different one. Gotcha. Yeah, but I just worked so much that I just didn't like. That's kind of like the path I took, rather than like getting down into a certain like focus of a subject to be like, yeah, I want to go into accounting. Yeah, yeah, I want to go into criminalistics. And stuff like that. Like, I didn't take a whole lot of um, electives. Well, we didn't really offer that many, but I was just like, I just want to be over it. Like, I'll do the best I can and be done. And then move on. Just get it over with. Yeah. yeah. And I, I knew that, like, college wasn't really in my picture. I didn't get my first job until I was 18. <laughs> See, I, I was had 15, a, though. I had a focus on graduating. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That was my dad's main thing was get out of high school. What was, like, your worst subject? All of them. Like, absolute worst? Probably mm-hmm. math. Same. I failed algebra, like, three times. I probably would have if I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> my mom just passed me, you know, no biggie. Right. <laughs> she said I tried my best and gave me a gold star. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're perfect in God's eyes. <laughs> Um, now, but speaking of like homecomings, you might not believe it, but I actually I went to some of those. You had dates for them, or did you go alone? <laughs> I did have dates for them. Dang! Well, and th- th- for being like a organized by uh, homeschoolers, it was actually pretty lit. Yeah. Yeah. 
You guys have was... fruit punch instead of water? Wine. <laughs> Jesus turned it to wine. Oh, <laughs> shit. His was lit. They had wine and little but... crackers. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the homeschool group, there was like two kinds of homeschool kids. There was the normal homeschoolers, which were the good kids. Hmm. And then there was the trashy almost. Was that you and your family? I yeah. Not that kind of trashy. But oh. <laughs> it was more like the parents pulled their kids out of public school because they were like troublemakers. They weren't good kids. So they oh, were kind of bad influences like, um, on everyone else. Like that would have been me. Like an alternative school. Yeah. That kind of half homeschool, half all. <laughs> the tone in that, yeah. 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 So a lot of times I ended up just hanging out with those kids. Mm. That explains a lot. <laughs> That's why you got the red hair. God punished you. Yeah, it's, it's a punishment. He said you took the wrong path. Go back. Red hair. <laughs> Speaking, this is out of nowhere. <laughs> But speaking of, like, troubled kids, so when I was, like, 12 or maybe 10 or 11, even, the church group, like, youth group every Wednesday nights, there was a family that used to bring in, like, a big, uh, like, 15-passenger van. They used to drive around their neighborhood, just pick up any kids, and bring them to youth group. So there was, like... Some just bad kids. random kids well, off the they, street? They or? talk to their parents first, but yeah. Anyone, okay. Any kid that they could get. So, non religious kids in bold, that's the <laughs> highlight of it, are coming to youth group. And I remember there was one. Like, I was 12 max. I remember even then thinking that that girl is a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like 14 or 15. Like, she was a hoe. And her name was like Chastity or Charity or Trinity, kind of a hoey name. But yeah. <laughs> she ended up fucking the youth pastor. Good for and her. And then the youth pastor went to jail. Yeah. Obviously, because she's 15. <laughs> but, he... but that's how my parents had to give me the talk. It's because the youth pastor was a pedophile. <laughs> so if he tries to touch your dick, say no. That's right. It's, yeah. it's the birds and the bees, not the bees and the bees. <laughs> is that what they said to you? It was more, I remember it was more like sex is, the overall message was like sex is for marriage. Okay. That was the, not what sex is, or watch out for adults trying to touch your pee-pee. <laughs> the message was get married before you start fucking. So it wasn't even like that sex is bad, it's just you have to do it with Somebody your person. Married. Yes, pretty much. Was unless your name is a hoey name, <laughs> <laughs> Trinity. Uh, was like being gay. Was is that like bad in your household? It depends. Yes, but then there's also like a few members of the family that are gay. Of your family? Yes. Are they like disowned or? Is twenty twenty so no one cares? They all live in different states. Mm. So it's none like it's family that you maybe see once a year. But they all or some of them are like pretty against it. Except if it's family, then they don't say much about it. Interesting. I was gonna say well, how does your mom feel, but I guess that doesn't really matter, huh? Yeah, it <laughs> <doesn't> matter. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> so what do you have for us, Danny? Yeah, what you got? Mm. I something came up the other day because my previous job had posted about like not like they're now hiring and all this stuff. And Same. so like I'm yeah. So I'm just like every part of my body just wants to like comment everywhere on social media and like I know that I'm trying to be like the bigger person. Um because I always hear that, like, jobs always look at your social media and to, like, be private so, like, no one, like, goes digging and stuff. And so I always just want to, like, comment and just be like, don't work here. Don't go here. Don't interview. And they were doing, like, well, they were doing, like, open interviews and stuff like that. And so I'm friends on Facebook with some of my previous coworkers. And, like, they're just posting all this. And they're like, such a great place. Like, 
great pay, free things all the time, great people. And I just want to comment and be like, no, like, don't work here. But I feel like there definitely is that line in toxic work environments of when you're just an associate compared to when you're in any sort of management role. Because I feel like as an associate, like, you're obviously not there as much unless you're maybe full-time and, like, have more responsibility um, compared to if you're just there, like, part-time, like, this is just your after-school job, like, you just need something for extra money, for gas, and all this stuff. Um, so I feel like then you don't see it as much, but definitely, like, if you're there all the time, like, I was seeing so much shit, and... Even, like, I'm still friends with some of the people that I work with, and we're in, like, a group chat and stuff like that, and I just, we are always constantly, like, I took a picture of the sign, and I was like, ew, gag, like, this is disgusting, and um, they had seen other people's, like, posts about it, and they have been wanting to comment, and I just want to know what your guys' opinions are, like, from a professional standpoint of, like... I think you should take it, or kick it up a notch. Start slandering them even more. So, I feel two ways about it. I don't think that you should do it from your page because if... Well, sometimes I just want to write reviews, too. And just be, like, kind of, like, to get to a petty level and just write, like, a ton of reviews, like, on Indeed and stuff because they always ask me. They're like, how was your work experience with these people? And I'm just like, I don't want to sound, like... I want to find the line of not sounding like I'm really, I don't know how to describe it. So there's like kind of like complaining almost. And then there's like being informative. Yeah. And like, I need to find that line. So I needed the time to kind of calm down first. Like, even though I quit and I left, like, and I was, it's not like I was like fired and like let go. And like, there was obviously reasons why I quit and left and like how I did it and stuff. But I really want to find that line of, like, still being kind of respectful about it so they're not like, oh, she's just trying to complain. But, like, being informative of future employees and be like, this is what I had to deal with, like, whether or not the people have changed that are still there. Right. You don't want to come off as, like, just just salty. Like, yeah. Like, verbally assaulting this company. My thing is, if it's something on, like, Indeed, I would just say go for it under your name and share your experience and share it exactly as an experience and make it clear that I'm not bitching. Here's how it was. But now if it's on, like, Facebook or Google or something, make a fake account and then just mm. go off. Because That's they're not going to so track it. Time, though. It's not It's not that much time. Well, to, like, make a whole account to comment and just be like, oh, don't worry, Kara, the people suck. I'll have Joe like, Taylor then do just, it. Like, well, then the yeah, people will just, like, report it and, like, they'll just delete it and stuff. And that's not worth my time to go through all the effort of creating something for it. Yeah. But I just also want to know other people's toxic work environment situations that they've had like i obviously know damon's a little bit from because obviously because we're married so i know a lot of his stuff but also like there's stuff that could happen between like like behind closed doors that i don't know but also i I feel like pretty much everything yeah but i feel like also when you're working there too like i always try to separate myself from bringing like work home and like constantly just complaining about it and not really like living my life outside of it so i'm trying to do that more but i just don't have enough time in my day well it also doesn't help that your salary so well it's not even that i just feel like with my job now and like the description of having to produce all of the products that it's hard to find time to do like more background work And, like, I don't like to sit still and, like, just be on a computer to do all this stuff. Like, I like to be out and, like, walking around and helping people and, like, producing and stuff like that. Yeah. But I want to know what everyone's, like, most toxic situation was in a workplace. Like, not even just the whole thing. Like, not even just a whole scenario. Like, oh, yeah, I worked for, we'll just say Target. And it was the worst place ever, and this would happen every day, and this, and this. Like, what is, like, the most pinpointed situation? I gotta think of Like, just one. one single day that really was, like, wow, like, that opened my eyes to this store, this company. 
as a general. Because I've had stuff where it's, like, different levels. Like, I've had it where, like, while working in retail is toxic, and this is why I don't like doing it. I do like doing it, just in case anyone's listening from my company and they're like, oh my god, she hates her job. (laughs) But I don't. I mean, I wish I had some, but all I got is Target. Yeah, I mean. And I I don't want to talk shit about Target. Because you still work there. You don't want to out yourself. (laughs) Well, as of um, 205-922, he actually works at Walmart, so shoot. Well, Walmart Walmart needs to get their shit together. I'd say it's pretty toxic to not have the Walmart managers approve your vacation in a reasonable manner. Or just have it disappear from the app. So you don't know uh, if you have off or not. That that part of working at Walmart sucks <laughs> quite a bit. Like PTO, like pay time off. Well, like this. Uh, this or weekend, or like you're just requesting a day. This weekend, I'm supposed to have all the. It, it all. I put it in on the. App. Like a request off, like you're not getting paid, or like paid. paid time off. Paid time off. Put it in. Was pending. It's just not pending anymore. It's not approved. It's just not in the app. And this last weekend, I asked them, like, at least ten times, and they never got back to me. You're like, okay, well, I'm not going to show I, up, yeah, so... I'm not showing up. I say don't show done. up. I mean... I mean, I, I have to go in for the first six hours on Saturday, and then I'm off the rest. Gotcha. So there's time to figure it out, but... yeah. But if they days. say no, you say yes, and then you But, leave. like, also your That's mindset right. is already that, like... You're only going in for the six hours. Your mindset isn't that like, oh, I have to go in for six hours, but I'm probably going to have to stay. Yeah, I I got shit to do. I got plans. I got plans. I got things to do. (laughs) That's pretty toxic, I guess. I mean, that's that's me for everything that I've gone through, though. Like, that's minimal. Well, you also got to remember, he's at the Walmart warehouse. Yeah. Like... But I'm also not scared to confront someone. Like, I've confronted so many people about so much shit that I just don't even care. I'm not scared about calling people out. Like, I have worked so much in my lifetime and, like, have been under people for so long that I just feel like I don't care anymore. And, like, I'm not scared to ask the questions and point out the stuff that needs to change. I do that with some people. I I can definitely think there's a few at Walmart that... I almost enjoy calling them out on it, or calling them out on stuff, because then just ramps them up. <laughs> that can be fun to see sometimes. There's also a lot of turnover for management in the Walmart warehouse. It's amazing when, like, I think back, because I've worked at Walmart now for a little bit. I think about how stuff used to be and how we used to do stuff and yeah. what used to be the standard. None of the current management has ever seen it that way or has any idea what I'm talking about when I ask them about it. Which yeah. is very sad. Can you wear hoods still? Or Nope. That's still a thing? Still a thing. Damn. That's dumb. I feel like that's a safety thing, though. Yeah, because someone at the Texas Walmart warehouse um, crawled under one of the rollers and got their hood stuck and then, like, choked and died or something. I mean, you never know. Just don't be an idiot. Yeah, just don't be a moron. (laughs) Don't don't crawl under equipment that you're not supposed to be crawling under. It's literally got bright yellow tape, and it says, do not pass. I don't know. Don't pass it. I guess, but I mean, there's always that one person that thinks that maybe crawling under it is more efficient than whatever else they were going to do. That's survival of the fittest. (laughs) That really is. That person deserved to be taken out. (laughs) (laughs) So what's yours? What's your like pinpointed most toxic situation? Probably last day at the vape shop. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to get too in-depth, but just being pulled into the office and chatting with everybody about everything and like my lack of training because of them resulting me to quit is bullshit. Because I didn't realize that I was supposed to reach out to people in other states to be trained on how to do things and there was no sort of written warning or any sort of write-up about the situation it was just like fuck you guys i think that being forced to quit in any situation is like 
super wrong no matter what like your title is and considering like the hr person of this company was forcing you to quit so that they didn't make it look bad on themselves saying that they had to fire people and let them go and terminate them i think that's really bad yeah i think in any situation like no matter where you're working if they're like trying to force you to quit because they don't want to make it look bad on themselves that they had to fire someone like i just think that's awful i think that's just like i think that's like a personal like wrongdoing yeah and like i've said in the past though i'm not mad at the hr guy more than i am my previous boss because she was the one who was supposed to train me for all of that and never did you know yeah i mean yes i have reached out to everyone in the past and haven't gotten help but it all comes down to her because she'll take a week off of vacation and then not come into the shop for three months how am i supposed to get any sort of training right like i'm not going to take it upon myself to do something that i don't know like hey isaac what do I do in this situation? How, how do I train myself to deal with this? Because you would reply with, I don't know, ask your fucking boss. Yeah, ask someone that knows, person in charge of you. Right. So, fuck them. Yeah, I don't know. Them. I'm always scared, so I always ask questions. I'm always asking anybody above me. I don't. I hate... I even ask people from other locations. Like, I mean, it doesn't help, though, because I was also trained in the in another location in another state right and like i was there for so long that i like personally befriended these people so i feel like no like i don't feel weird about like reaching out and being like oh my gosh how did you do that like before i reach out to my district manager and i guess that's kind of what she was for you as your district but i I don't know. Like, it's hard for me because I feel like my district manager knows so much, but she's been with the company literally since the beginning. So she knows, like, almost everything compared to me where I know almost nothing. So I'm always reaching out to people before I reach out to her because I feel like some of the stuff I ask is just stupid. But I'm always trying to ask questions to, like, better myself and my knowledge. See, now, I'm the opposite. I don't know if it's, like, a pride thing. But I'll, like, exhaust every last option I have before I ask someone. But that's good, though, because that just means that you were given the resources to look for it. I think it's more... Rather than just asking someone, like, you're doing everything you can first. I think it's more of a male thing. Because I don't ask questions. I I will look stuff up. I will Google something before I ask someone a question, even if they're professionals. But if it's work-related... Like, I can't go on Google and look something up for my work and know how to do it. Right. So, at my new job, uh, I'm taking cars through the wash, right? And one of the cars that we have has these automatic windshield wipers. Whenever it detects rain or that it's wet, the wipers come on. Did I ask my boss how to turn them off? No. Did I ask Brian how to turn them off? No. I Googled it. I mean, I guess it depends on your job, though. Because i don't believe in the whole like no question is a stupid question or however that saying goes i think questions can be stupid and they are stupid i agree they definitely can be because you should be able to figure it out it's obviously right there but it like depends on what it is yeah like certain... for your job you could certain like, you situations could easily yes. look it up on google and be like hey or you can be like 2022 Dodge truck, how do I get the windshield wipers to not come on automatically? That's not how I would phrase it, but yeah. Well, well yeah. <laughs> but with my job, I can't look up um, where do I find previous communications. Right. Like, and I still, I actually still don't But know is it through that, an but... app? Is it through, like, some sort of ADP or something? It's not through, like, ADP. I mean, we have, like, our app that we use for, like, scheduling, communications, stuff right. like that. That they try to like integrate everything into, but I I can only see the most previous one. I can't go back and look it up. But right, they do so I have... would Google that. I would Google the name of the app, and then how to look up previous communications, and try to get my answer there on online first. See, I wouldn't. I mean, I've asked though, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know if you can," so that's cool. 
So we just print them out now. So then I can just go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Easy problem solving. I print out everything. Yeah, you waste I, a lot of paper. I do. And I don't even think to do like front and back of pages. I just do fronts. <laughs> <laughs> so I recently had to print out a recipe book and it was 53 pages. But I didn't even think about doing it front and back, so I have to put them in the clear sleeves into a binder. <laughs> so not only are you wasting paper, now you're wasting plastic. Well, no, because I just put them back to back. In a plastic sleeve. Yeah. So I'm not. it's still the same amount of plastic sleeves, but it's not one sheet of paper I'm putting into it. It's two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a little bit thicker. And you claim to love the earth. I'm trying. Mm. So... I was on TikTok the other day, and I saw this guy from Michigan making a video about bottle deposits. Yeah. Are you familiar? With bottle deposits? Yes. Yeah, you get, like, whatever, like, five cents or whatever back? Ten. Ten in Michigan. But you pay for it. So if you go and you buy, like, a Coke, like, the plastic bottle of it. We'll say it's a dollar for easy math. Well. A bottle of Coke is a dollar. Yeah. So you would pay. So you would pay ten cents for the deposit, and then you would also pay the tax. So now so your like dollar, dollar bottle of Coke is a dollar twenty-five. It's a dollar sixteen, but whatever. Six percent. Yes. Gotcha. But it's stupid. I understand it encourages you to recycle because you spent the ten cents, and then you get the ten cents back. But it's dumb. And then the first time I went to Michigan, I had like a can of Monster or something, and I crushed it. And I threw it in the trash. Oh my gosh, my mom was pissed. Her mom gave me the death stare. She gave me the death stare. I swear the world stopped spinning and everybody looked at me. We were trying to like put our finger in the little opening to push out all the cracks because otherwise the reader. So it like goes into this tube and it spins the bottle. So it's like a conveyor belt and it spins it to scan the barcode. And then it crushes it and throws it into a pile of like crushed cans and bottles and stuff. And then it gives you the 10 cents and you can print out a little ticket and it tells you the amount altogether of what you have. So generally you would save it up for like a month and then go do all of them and get like $8 back. That's like a big deal in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. It's a really big deal. My my grandpa used to do that. He used to just like save up the cans and then turn them in for the. Well, by like here in other states, it's by weight. Right. Right. So you would bring it in and they would crush them up and then weigh it and you'd be like, okay. It's I've never this really amount met per pound. That takes it seriously around here. Dakota. Does he? Yeah. Interesting. Do you remember that? He used to, he used to like reserve days that he would go and he would go and crush cans no, like I, the entire day. I don't remember that. Oh. I, mean, I know you, you. If you save up enough, well, like, you can obviously get a lot of money, but it's not a I'll ton u- of So money. I'll use like this situation though. So like my little sister is. 22 and just moved out into her first home with her friends and she has like a pretty professional job um but so she buys like diet coke and whatever all the time and they all save up their cans and like they live with a roommate who doesn't buy anything to contribute to the cans and she brought them all back and got the deposit and kept it and my little sister is like well that's like five or six dollars that like we could have had but you decided to take it so even though like we paid for the deposit you took it for yourself so that's where like that kind of thing is but here's my thing but they were going to use it to like save up for other stuff so they were going to like contribute all of their deposits together to like do something for their house that they all live in and like buy like a tv or like a speaker or something that they all can use and share but, like, t- for me to not contribute to anything, to not buy, like, soda or anything that has a deposit on it, and, just and then for you to take it, it, like, you to take it back to the store and get the 5 or $6 back and then keep it for yourself, even though I bought the bottles. Here's like, my I, thing. Think that's, I think that's creepy. I'm not Jeff Bezos, but $0.10 cents is $0.10. Cents. I don't care that's about... That's me, though. $0.10 cents is $0.10. Cents. I don't if care I find about a penny on it. the ground... No, if I find a penny on the ground, you've seen me. Yeah. I'll pick up the change off the ground because I don't care. The only thing I keep is quarters for bubblegum. Everything else can go straight to the trash. Yeah, I. I just it's just the, the way you phrase it. 
you're just like, oh, 10 cents is 10 cents. And I'm like, 10 cents is 10 cents. Like, that's what? mine now. If I find that on the ground, my favorite is when I go to the grocery store and people get the change and they just leave it in the little cup of the self-scan. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little prize. <laughs> it's like an adult vending machine. Yeah, it's like a prize for, like, congrats, you got done shopping. Someone else left this. <laughs> mine now. Weird. That's just how I feel. And that's fine, but I disagree. I think bottle deposits are dumb. I think they're good for the, like, not even for, like, the deposit part, but, like, they're encouraging people to recycle. And I get that, but also... Well, but, like, compared to here, or, like, California could do it by weight. No one's going to do it. They're just going to throw it in the recycle bin or their trash. Maybe that's It goes the to the same place. Yeah. And, like, I don't care. I'm going to be long gone before the earth blows up. So is my one really. can of monster... really. It's supposed to end in, like, 2050. Is my one can of monster supposed to make the earth die any sooner? Yes. Well, you're contributing, because you're one can of monster, plus Isaac's two cans of monster, plus my red pop can... It's soda. That's five cans. Five? How do you... Oh, wait. One four. plus one <laughs> plus... four. One plus two plus one. He drinks two monsters a day? I guess so. I didn't know that. <laughs> Either way. But also, like, if you're going up to the cottage and the whole family's there, like us, like, we don't care about our deposits, but we're drinking bush apple like it's nobody's business. You're you going are. through a whole 30 case... I mean, that that's three dollars that like... someone else is getting back. Right, and that's also three dollars more that you wasted on that thirty pack. Well, not, not if I buy it here. That's illegal. Now, you're, now you got a felony, and now Big Gretch is after you. Dang, maybe that's what Trey got. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, if you're going to, if you have like an event or like a graduation party or a wedding or something where it was BYOB. Then, like, I mean, for yeah. us, like, you're, like, Makes whoever's sense, taking them back is getting, like... How much do you think stadiums... Like, 20, 30 bucks. ...make after the... Uh, Probably tons. That's a good question. That, I could see being beneficial. But me, I'm just gonna keep throwing them in the trash. Yeah, it's not worth it for, like, my one can a day. Where, I, where, where am I gonna put my one can a day? In where your is... pocket? <laughs> <laughs> just carry it. Just... Start filling up my closet till we got enough of them. You do what my brother does and just keep all of his trash in the back seat. There you go. Oh, yeah. Is that the move? Yeah. I mean, shit. It might be. They smell weird though, like used cans. Like we never rinsed them out though. That's your problem. So like you would lift up the bag and there would just be the puddle oh, in the <laughs> corner of the bag, and you'd be reaching your hand and it would just come up soaking wet. That's. You know, the Disgusting. first, the Those first time I ever tasted so alcohol, I was smashing cans. For your grandpa? Yeah. He used to just give us a bunch of cans to smash. Sometimes there'd be full ones. So me and my brother would shake them up and throw them in sharp rocks. <laughs> and one of them was a beer can, and we didn't know. <laughs> then, we, then we tasted it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> God was watching. I remember the first time I tried beer. I was like maybe four. Ooh, oh my god. We were, it was 4th of July or right around then. We were watching the fireworks and we, we like previously packed everything up and you know, we all just had like our one soda to drink, but I didn't grab anything to drink. And I was thirsty and my mom had a beer and she's like, well here, drink this, knowing that I wouldn't like it. And then I drank it and I sped it out and then I cried. So, wow. Yeah. Mine was, I was like 15. Um, I was in Oklahoma with my dad's side of the family. We were on the boat for 4th of July. And we were watching the fireworks. And my uncle had a land shark beer. And he let me have some. And I thought I was literally the coolest person in the world. I was rocking my... I had, like, pink sport shorts on and then a maroon Oklahoma Sooner shirt. And we were just watching it on the boat. And he was like, don't tell anybody. Like, don't ever tell your dad. And now you're telling the internet. I know. 
<laughs> well, what is my dad going to do? What's he going to say? Nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I know now. I think this far along, he's not going to say anything. I think the first time I got, like, drunk was 4th of July, too. During the summer sometime, me and well, my brother... I like a sip. That's not when I got, like, first drunk. Me and my brother stole a bunch of tequila at a family oh, party. Oh, God. You could have stolen anything better? We well, I mean, we filled up, like, a red Solo cup with it and ran away with it. And then we just kind of chugged it. And then I remember just laying next to the bonfire... That's disgusting. <laughs> That's because tequila is disgusting. I don't remember the first time I got drunk. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think my first time was I was at my ex-boyfriend's house, John, and he had kind of like a party, like a get-together in the basement of his parents' house. And we were mixing a bunch of stuff because we were playing, like, drinking games. And we tried all of the different kinds of um, Jack Daniels, like the honey, the apple, all that stuff. And then we were mixing with, like, wine and beer and whatever. Um, and I got really, really, like, I got, like, almost blackout drunk. And I went and slept over at John and Jesse's house because it was just down the street from my house. And your but mom would have killed you. Yeah. But I threw up in John's driveway and he was so pissed. Because I didn't make it to the grass. And it was bright purple from whatever we were drinking. <laughs> and his mom was so mad that he let me drink. <laughs> <laughs> because they're like heavy, heavy, like religious. Like they're the people that they are part of the choir. And they go and practice every single day at the church. Seriously? Yeah. Like his, his parents were very religious. So are they still friends with him since he's a sinner? Yeah. Like, his family is very accepting of him, which is really surprising. Like, I've me and... I found that super weird. Well, me and his mom had, like, had conversations before about... Because, like, John never really wanted to have a job. Like, ever. Like, I was supporting him. And I was paying for a bunch of stuff. And She his literally mom, changed him. His, well, his mom was like, you need to stop paying for him. Like, he just needs to get a job. And I was like, yeah, like, I know. Um, but he just never wanted to work. Like, ever. So I was supporting him. So she was she was kind of almost just like, you should not be dating him. Because, like, she knew I was really young. But I don't know. I went to, like, one of his grandparents' funeral, and it took forever. Did they have food there? It was a... Yes. So it was after, because it's called a luncheon, or luncheon. And it's always after the funeral. Listen, every single funeral I have ever been to... It's kind of like a thank you for attending, here's lunch. No, no, no. Every funeral I have ever been to has, like... So, in the main room, you got the dead body and the crying people. Me. And then... In the one room, you have, like, the pictures and, like, the book that you signed. And then in the other room, there's snacks. No, there's never another room with snacks. Yes, there is. Brownies, no. cookies, uh, little no. pin-up. What are no. those? Pinwheels? Oh, yeah, those are so good. The, with a pickle in the middle. With and the tortilla? Yeah. They got that. They got, like, mini subs. No. Chips. No. Drinks. Yes, yeah, they do. No. Right? I mean, the ones I've been to, it's been, those have been, like, kind of staggered and separate. But they usually have food. After though, no, no, not in the funeral. After in the funeral home, yeah, yes, no, no. because if you go to sad times, eating times, they were like separated. So you two are on the same page. Yes, yeah. So you do. So you do the funeral, and then after everyone has lunch, when people aren't sad anymore. Yeah, no, they're like, oh, here, here's some subs. (laughs) The funerals that I have been to, I've never stayed around long enough to, like, go watch them get buried. I don't know what that part is. Oh, the, the burial? burial? Yeah. Um, imagine How that. How many funerals have you been to? Because I can probably, probably easily, five, six. easily top your number. Probably five or six. But every funeral that I've ever been to, dead body in one room, sad people in that room, the books and the pictures... And then snacks. And maybe it's no, a Mexican thing. No, because but you're taught. You can't like, be doing them at the same time. You but, can't and walk especially up to the dead body with the a same, plate of food. You and have no, to remember. <laughs> people are <laughs> people are <laughs> spilling. So, 
Um, no, my, <laughs> you can't do that. I don't know. My dad's uncle or maybe like my dad's grandma or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like one of the Mexican sides of the family. Dead. <laughs> and I remember my grandpa was like at the door greeting everyone. My dad and stepmom were there like, like kind of chatting with them. And then my aunt... In the funeral home? Yes. I'm just confused because there is no other no, room. It's, no. in, it's in a church. You... So, like, a lot of times they You gotta a... remember, there's like 50 people that come to these funerals. That's it? 50 people? It's... Oh, there's small. a lot. Like, it, the visitation is like four hours. They typically do a visitation, and then they do a funeral at a church or wherever... And then they move the body to the cemetery. And it then after in... that is yeah, lunch. After the no, somewhere else. No, food. because somewhere else. I distinctly remember my dad and grandma and grandpa and all them were over here chatting. And then my brother, my sister, and my cousins all followed my aunt to this side room. And we were stuffing there our... Is... We that's, were, that's the wrong way to We do were it. stuffing our pockets with cookies so we could take them home because they were really good. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Yes. That's not the way to be doing it. No. That's what we did. I always remember, and like, then in a and... funeral home, like, they would do, like, a visit, like a pre-funeral thing, so they do, like, a visitation right, before. The, the mingling part Yes. And people are, like, chatting. They're like, oh, my God, so sorry for your loss thing. But did you see and the then... brewers? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you're in the funeral home, like, we were taught, like, you don't go in any other room. Yeah, Because we all the other rooms are where all the other dead bodies are. And my mom was like, you never open a closed door. Like, you don't look. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have to open a closed door because they were all open. But I've that was in a church. I've never been to a funeral at a funeral home. I have. Mine have been at churches. I think all I've of the ones both. I've been to have been churches. What's a funeral home? No, no, there were. Where they a, do the visitation. There was there was one that I went to that was at a the funeral home. The visitations are they before had, the funeral. They had some mad brownies. Can't relate. I mean, there was one that I went to that had a cake because it was my birthday. <laughs> 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 so. Was it just a white cake? Just plain? I don't remember. I don't remember if it was my seventh or eighth birthday. Too traumatic to remember? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, oh my gosh, my seventh birthday was so traumatic. So there was a funeral on my birthday, but my grandma had passed away the 21st. And sometime in there, we had had my birthday party at a roller rink. So sometime between then and my actual birthday, my grandma had died. And then also my parents were getting a divorce. Damn. And then also my mom was, um, she had gotten breast cancer. So like that seven year age <laughs> mark, <laughs> that 365 days Wasn't a was good very time. bad. <laughs> but I had had so many, I had three funerals on my birthday. So, like, for the first, like, couple years that I could, like, I don't remember anything until I was seven because I was just so traumatized by so many events in that year. But I don't remember anything from before. So. But anyway, you always have lunch after. Well, we have snacky time. Well, we didn't have snack time. Sorry. And then. Snack time during the sad. They're like, oh, you're sad, but here's a snack. The best. Go back. The best part is, is that. After we stuffed our pockets with cookies, we saw that there was a park across the street. So then my brother, sister, cousins, and I all dipped and went to the playground instead. Your At a church? Way different than mine. It was across the street. It was like oh. it was like the church is on this side of the street and then like a park and a playground across, unrelated. Mm. Every funeral I've gone to has been like close family. So like my grandparents, so like when my grandpa had died um i think i was maybe like 12 we had like a pre kind of like close family talk with like the pastor and so we were all just like in this little room and like all crying and stuff and like i blew my nose into my mom's shirt so she was pissed because it was before the funeral so like she just had a booger like on her shoulder the whole time but I don't know, like, everyone that I've gone to has been close. So, like, my grandparents, my uncle, my aunt. Um, I don't think I went to one of my cousins. 
the one that I think it was last year, maybe the year before. But I don't know. I haven't gone to like distant family. I mean, they've all been dead anyway. I don't really have anybody left, so. I think I should bring both of you. That would be fun to a Soto family reunion. To a family reunion. A Soto family reunion. I should bring you to a Steffes family reunion. No. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know how many people show up? Let me ask my dad. Well, I mean, I'm sure, like, for my family, not a lot anymore. Because they were all <laughs> very, very old when I was going there younger. But it's a time. And we can play the chicken drop. Yeah, no, that's weird. Are you familiar? The chicken drop. What so that? it's not like bingo or anything. So they bring out this. They <laughs> not bring like out, bingo. Well, okay, so it's like a bingo board. So they bring out this massive board, and it has all these squares with numbers in them, like written on the board. Like kind of like a poster board. And then they have this big cage around it, like a fence. And then they bring this chicken, and they feed it, and then they drop it into this thing. And all these people bet on numbers, like they pick numbers and pay for them and whatever. And then whatever the chicken poops on the number, whoever has that number wins all of the money that everyone put in. So we call that that a family reunion? Yes. And we always do it on the first Lions game of the year. 300 Sotos attend the Soto family reunion. Ish. damn. There's a lot of you guys. Do I walk in and say, hola? Como uh, estas? Well, that's only including, like, the aunts and the uncles and the grandparents. That's not including, like, the cousins and the cousins' kids. I don't either. like those people, honestly. I don't know who any of them are, but they all know me. They're all like, oh, my God. Uh, I haven't seen you since you were so little. We and, like me either. <laughs> we had one years and years and years and years ago. But this guy came up to me, and he's like, oh, I'm your uncle. I'm like, no, I don't know you. And it was actually my dad's uncle, Paul. And the whole time he kept trying to talk to me. Mind you, I'm like six years old. I'm just trying to go on the swings. And I got this creepy Mexican dude talking to me, telling me that he's my uncle. That's where I learned that no means no. (laughs) (laughs) So do your guys' families do that too? Where like if it's my mom's aunt, they're just my aunt. Like yes. they're not my great yeah. aunt, they're just my aunt. Yeah. We we like or learn. Or like I'll call them like, oh yeah, that's my aunt Myrna, but it's actually my mom's aunt. So I'm not gonna say that's my great aunt Myrna. Yeah. No, I. Do you have any people that you're like, oh yeah, that's my great aunt, or my great uncle? Debbie and Glenn. Uncle Glenn, the one that Lucas looks like. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's, but well, do you, no, because you just said that's my Uncle Glenn. You didn't say that's my great right, Uncle but, Glenn. But if I'm explaining it to someone, then I would say that. But like like Aunt Lenny, she's technically my mom's aunt. You know? Or like Andrew she and is. Eric. Yeah. I thought that was your I thought that was your mom's sister. No, that's Doreen's sister. Because the way that sister. she would Oh because yeah. the way that she like your Aunt Lenny would talk about like their relationship, she kinda made it seem like they were just sisters. I know. But that's how, like, my whole family is. You remember Eric, my yeah. cousin? He's that's your... technically my mom's cousin. He's my second cousin. So that makes sense, though. Like, cousins, I think they're all just cousins. Yeah, except I feel like it falls off after, like, the second cousin. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, it does. Definitely. Like, I'm just like, they're just my cousins. Right, but, like, once it gets down to, like, the third cousin, like, well, fuck Well, because, em. like, so, like, <laughs> my cousin, like, we're actually cousins. When they have kids, isn't that second that cousin? That would be your second cousin. See, I'm just like, oh, yeah, we're just cousins. But I think it has to do with age, too. Because, like, so, like, my cousin Nicole, she's, like, almost, I think she's maybe 40 or almost 40, 37 or something, like, in that range. So I'm like, yeah, we're, like, close enough where we can just be cousins because I'm 24. That's only, like, 10 years. And I mean, then, that's kind but of like, how I am with my greetings, right, too. But, like, her kid that she has is 17 so i'm like well i'm 24 and he's 17 so we're just cousins so even though he's my second cousin like i feel like we're just close enough that we're just all cousins (laughs) (laughs) we're just all cousins in this family that's my cousin and that's his mom and she's also my cousin (laughs) exactly (laughs) i don't know 
But I also have cousins who aren't really even related to my family. Like, they were married in. That I'm just like, oh, yeah, they're just my cousins. So but it depends work? on who I, who, if I like them. So, like, Mark is your brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Does that make him my brother-in-law? Yes, because we're married. But he would, wouldn't... He'd be like my brother-in-law-in-law? No. Brother-in-law squared or something? No, you would just say brother-in-law. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it seems like it should be something else almost. Well, so then like we, this past weekend we went to Michigan for Danielle's sister's gender reveal party. It's a girl, by the way, which I knew. Yeah, bullshit. Um, But like, it's weird to me because like, it makes sense that Danielle is the aunt, but it doesn't make sense to me that I'm the uncle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it does. No, 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 like, but like, that's just how it works. But like, no, I know it that's makes how sense. You think of your, your aunts and uncles though. I know. And like w- when I think about it, but it's also because like I grew up as him being my uncle and her being my like, aunt I, and it, yeah. it makes sense. Like it's weird that I'm an aunt and you're an uncle now. Like, that's weird to me. Right. But because it, you just kind of grow up and you're like, well, I have aunts and uncles. But then to, like, grow up and be like, well, I'm going to be an aunt. It's different once you Like, that's one. weird. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm too young to be an aunt. Well, and then, like, Elroy Hendrix. It's like, yeah, I'm, like, their uncle, but I'm really I'm just... i cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they... We're just cousins. They can't figure that out. They always... Every time they're over, are you my cousin? Are you my cousin? <laughs> but, but it's weird because it's like... I'm yes, question mark. I'm like their uncle, but it's like I'm I'm not. You know, it, not like officially, because like. Well, yeah. Because Be- they were never married. Like right, but like because of the situation, everything. It's like I am their uncle, but it's weird for me to think like that. It's like nah, I'm just like your cool older friend. <laughs> you guys are eight and four, and I'm twenty five almost weird to me it's weird that i'm almost 25 why how old are you 23 <gasps> oh my gosh yeah to me. well we were just I'm having not. a conversation about like having insurance and like getting jobs that offer insurance and like good benefits and stuff i'm like i feel like i'm still like 17 or 18 where i don't need to care whether yeah, or not they have those. That I, have. I did and that the to, other like, day. Go into an interview for my recent job and be asking all the questions about benefits. I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like, that's something I never thought I would need to ask somebody. It's like what they offer. Someone at work asked me, How old am I? And I just, like, without hesitation, 22. <laughs> like, I haven't been 22 for almost three years. Why did that come out? catch myself kind of doing the same thing like i'll what? instinctively almost say like 20 yeah or something like that then we're like 21 do i, I do always I, just say 21 because that was like the nearest like did you just miss this last part of the conversation yeah, i did someone at work asked me how old i was and like without hesitation without thinking about it i said 22 i but feel like why? i always think that i'm i think that i'm younger i always think that i'm like 18 because i feel like 16, 18, 21 are like your age those are the markers. Milestones. Like, those are the things where you can have shit happen. Yeah. And I feel like I'm always just like, yeah, I'm 18. And I'm like, wait, no, I'm actually like 24. <laughs> I'm almost 25. Yeah, me too. But I have, because I've been feeling like that for a while now, but I've started asking people if they feel the same way. Almost everyone I ask feels the same way. That they're younger than they are? Yeah. Like, I've. Uh, a good friend of ours. He said that he feels like he's like 35. Well, he doesn't act like it. <laughs> he acts like he's 12. <laughs> um. But a lot of other people share the same thought. But they kind of have like, I don't know if it's like a prime How old that is they he? get stuck in. 42? Early 42, I think. Early right 40. around there, yeah. And he said he thinks he's like 38? 35, I think. Oh, God. But my other thing is that I don't. I don't want to say I feel old, but I don't feel young either. Like, I'm going bald, and I have gray hairs. I'm not looking forward to the day that starts happening to me. Bro, you have long, thick red hair. Yeah, but one day it's Luscious. just going to stop. That's what you can How do you think I feel? I'm 24! 
That's part of the reason I'm scared to get a haircut. Because what if I like buzz it off and it just doesn't grow again? I wish my life mine is would do thinning that. out and stopping, stop, stopping, stopping growing. Stop it growing. growing. It's yeah. slowed down. I wish my leg hair would do that. I would just shave it in one day. It just doesn't <laughs> grow back. And it's like, oh, no, you're getting too old. <laughs> hey. I need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Sorry, this girl is messaging me about a job. Um, Put her on hold. Me. We got like... It's... Mm, yeah, we have the hour one or hour and five right now. Wow! So we can go until hour thirty. Twenty-five more minutes we of can bullshit. Just keep going, and then you can split it up into two episodes or three episodes. Can't do that. Why? Don't believe in it. <laughs> we could stop, and then start a new one. That's fine, because I have to pee. Well, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Give us five stars on everywhere that we are. Or else. Or else. Or Isaac. Else. We'll find you. Isaac will find you. I'll, I'll find you. I'll find you. We'll make sure that we, you, you have some dank brownies at your funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us five stars. We're the number one um, podcast in my heart. That's so right. let's make it happen on Google. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Peace.